Hey. Hi, Allie. Hi. You okay? Yeah, I'm just... I'm just swallowing razor blades. What? I just figured maybe I could not have to do this podcast again if I swallow. Oh, wow. Oh, man. I'm full now, but in like an hour, I'm sure I'm going to be hungry again. Welcome to A Hard Gray's Night. I'm Allie Goodman. And I'm Mick. Can't believe you talked me to doing this podcast again. <laughs> and this is the is and this is A Hard Gray's Night, <laughs> the annual podcast that we do about a single episode of Gray's Anatomy. No, but seriously, we No, looked, I'm just kidding. It's not annual because we didn't do one in 2019. I know. I, it's kind of wackadoo. Like, we had this great idea to do this and then life. But... Uh, I wasn't a great idea to watch Grey's Anatomy. I feel like it was a bad idea. Oh, no. It's been a delight for me. Uh, yeah. Listening to your misery has been a delight oh, God, for me. God, this, this has all been a giant so revenge I, for Cobra. So I... <laughs> like, another really? podcast. So let me... So, <laughs> so let me tell you what happened with this episode. So <laughs> we watched this episode ish we watched half of this episode in december of 2018 in december of 2018 and then never recorded it because we actually didn't watch the whole thing when i went back to netflix to grab this episode i was like oh because we had notes on this but you know not a ton and i go Oh my gosh, it's only halfway finished. We only watched half the episode. Yeah, by the way, my last note on this is Rosanna Arquette Razor Swallower, <laughs> which is, I, I believe, like maybe 10 minutes into the yeah, episode. Yeah, it's really, maybe it's really 10 sad. 10 minutes into the episode. So uh, we definitely started from the beginning of this episode and we watched it today. And um, yeah. we've got things to say, don't we? Do you want to talk a little bit about the who directed it? And oh, yeah, normally I do that. Your yeah, little wiki oh, yeah, normally I, you know, I, It's been a long time. <laughs> Apparently back in 2016 and 17 when we actually did this podcast, <laughs> um, I would then say like, and this week's episode is Owner of a Lonely Heart, original air date December 4th, 2005, written by Mark Wilding and directed by Dan Minahan or Minahan. It looks like it should be pronounced Minahan, but Minnie's I don't know. Dan Mintos, the Freshmaker. The Freshmaker. Okay, so anyway, this is season two, episode 11. Um, oh my God, there are so many seasons of Grey's Anatomy left. I know. You all have a lot to look forward to. No, 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 really, no. Yes, yes. I think we should only do this until maybe, let's say something as far off and weird as George sleeping with Meredith. That'll never happen. So let's just do it until that happens. And then think, and then, you know, like whenever that is, we'll quit forever. Right. Me ever having to watch Grey's Anatomy again, which I've still seen every episode of. Thank you so much, Allie. By the way, we are, we are recording this uh, in the aftermath of learning that longtime series regular Justin Chambers is no longer going to be on Grey's Anatomy. My heart is broken. Um, It's weird watching this because again, I haven't seen old Grey's Anatomy in a while and Allie has forced me to watch new Grey's Anatomy so I've forgotten a couple of things one how thin everyone was oh, every yeah. time I go back after a gap I'm like oh my god they're so tiny yeah and two I forgot Alex is a real piece of shit oh yeah because <laughs> Alex is like not a real piece of shit uh, anymore no. um, anyway he's one of the better characters now well now he's gone yeah. so now we've got to deal with more shitty like designed to be cool characters you know we've got an Irish dude on there now I mean we had a uh, we had an Irish dude before 
I think, although maybe he's Scottish. Kevin, no, I think I think he's Scottish. Kevin. Um, Kevin McKidd. Kevin McKidd. Yeah. Yeah, he's Scottish actually. Um, I think. Um, but um, you know. What tipped you off? He's not allowed. But he's not allowed to be. No, he's not. He's not allowed. To well, use I mean, the, he was not the first. Thing, the oldest thing I've ever seen him in is a Father Ted episode, though. Ah. Ireland, so I don't know. Maybe he is Irish. He's one of the two. Either way, he, you know, he's not 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 really particularly American, but he's forced to have an American accent. But this baldy McWeirdo that's on the new show, I'm, <laughs> I'm tanging onto this. He's designed to be the cool love interest, and in, like, ah, man, ew, yeah, ew, yeah, I'm just so uh, yeah, done with. Yeah, I'm so done. I've been done with Grey's Anatomy for like a dozen years, but here I am. Yeah, and I love how they're trying to ship Link and. Uh... And Joe now, now that yeah. Link 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 is uh, another Barbie doll, Ken doll, I guess technically yeah. that is that is now on the show. Joe Joe is a character, a Barbie doll that's on the show now. You, if you're only watching this uh, show through the lens of uh, of us, which congratulations, that's probably the best way to do it. You got a, you got like over a year away from this. I didn't. You did. Um, you know, you don't know any of these characters because Grey's Anatomy oh, has gone through no. roughly sixty two total cast changes oh, in the yeah. last 14 oh, at least, 15 years what, what season least. are they on like season 600 yeah um, I don't know I've got the wiki open but I'm not about to leave the page on this no, episode because I'll, I'll get you'll lost. never find it again I'll never find it again um, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> okay but, so maybe um, we, we should talk a little bit about first well, of all first can, of all let, let, can as we know music? yes that's yeah, what yeah, I, yeah. I was going to say well not the music because the music in the episode is shitty but no, we can talk no. about the song title the song title because yeah the, the, uh, like, like most Grey's Anatomy things it's really bad like doesn't hold up you know alt rock from uh, you know, 15 yeah, okay, years that's ago. not what we're talking about. Um, and not even alt rock, really, just sort of like sad, weepy. But we're talking about, as we know, every Grey's Anatomy episode is titled, uh, named, uh, titled after a popular song, or sometimes a, a unpopular, or song. sometimes a random song that fit the mood, which right. happened once. Even though usually these things barely fit the mood, this one does fit the mood in the most heavy-handed way possible. Well, sure. It is "Owner of a Lonely Heart." The song is originally, of course, by Yes. I believe it's from about 1984. I don't. I forgot to actually look it up. It's I'm sure it's on the wiki. Um, uh, no, it does not say. Um, I believe it's from the from the early, the early maybe eighty two. But, uh, but it, and you know, yes, it's normally a prog rock band. You know, they were you know like their heyday was the seventies, but in the eighties they actually scored a pop hit with "Owner of a Lonely Heart." And this is where we talk about we haven't actually listened to "Owner of a Lonely Heart" recently. No. I know, like we listened to it. Before watching the episode, yes. we watched, we actually watched the, the music, video. The music video. This is interesting. For it. And I get, it's been so long that I don't really remember all the details of the video. I just remember. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I always remember like the actual in the video itself. It's like the the guy like you know with the like cropped hair and the suit walking through the city, looking yeah. nervous, uh, like he's being followed. Uh, but uh, I've been like, if you haven't seen that video in a long time, you should definitely watch the music video for yeah. "Owner of a Lonely Heart," uh, which I guess talking about the just the quality of the song, it's. It's all right. It's a pop song it's from the '80s. It's, it's fine. like it, like it has that great ow, yeah. bow, 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 yeah, that part's good. Um, you know, and it's you know, like they're a prog band, so their fans probably hate this song because it's a pop song. Yeah. Um, and you know, anyone who likes this song probably doesn't care for most of Yes's, uh, you know. Other, you know, because you know, yeah. they're a '70s prog rock band, and so most of their stuff probably sounds like circus music, um, from my memory of it. Um, I don't know why you're telling me to wrap it up. I'm going to keep talking. As long, the longer I can not talk about Grey's Anatomy, the happier I am, honey. Uh, so anyway, but the video, like, it, it's got that classic great early days of MTV 80s mm-hmm. video. Put your middle finger away, honey. They can hear it. Um, <laughs> you've turned it up. Um, but, uh, it, like, the thing about it is it's got, like, one of those things they used to occasionally do in music videos. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know how many music videos they make nowadays. I know they make them, but, like, you know, like, like it's not the heyday of getting them on television all the time uh, that they used to be. But, like, 
there used to be a thing where they would sometimes just sort of stop the song in the middle of the video to like have things happen. It's ridiculous. And in this one, it's like, like does he like turn into a bird? Yeah. Is that what happens? Yeah. It's like again, it's been like a year, and we didn't rewatch like the video. Like a crow or a raven or something like that. I can't remember. Something. Well, you know, the, the, you, you know how to tell the difference between a crow and a raven. How, John? If you look at a crow, like if you look at a bird and you think, "Damn, that that bird's really big. It might be a raven." That's a crow. If you think, "Holy shit, that bird is huge." That's, That's a, a raven. raven. That's how to tell the difference. Um, <laughs> anyway. So let's dive into this episode a little bit. Um, thank you for that walk down memory lane of yeses. Yes. And like, yeah, but like, but, oh yeah, but it goes on for like a minute and yeah, a half. It's really it's like, weird. It's, it's like there's weird. no music and he's just like getting like flying around getting chased or some it's shit. Really and he like lands weird. on a parking garage. And I don't even, it's just, it's wild. It is wild. It's not quite as wild as like the blue jean video, which is like <laughs> 20 minutes long before the song starts. <laughs> but like, it's still wild. <laughs> so in this episode, um, from where we left off, we have the quints that were born, the quintuplets. Oh, and I was thinking it was the guy who was hunting Jaws. So we're in... Not even going to let me... Not even nope, going to nope, let me... Not even, even going there. No. Nope. So here's how it breaks down as far as who's watching which baby. Because each one of them is sort of assigned a child, uh, you know, to make sure. Because they're all in the NICU because they're all not well. Because um, they're all early. And so Meredith is watching Charlotte, who ha- is having some issues with her lungs. George is watching Lucy, who needs a brain shunt. Uh, Christina is watching Julie, who has the all the external organs. You think this is sweeps week. Uh huh. Alex was watching Kate, who actually has no known complications. Kate's the healthiest at this point. Uh, Izzy is watching Emily, who needs a catheter for her heart because she has HLHS. Um, so, and she's going in for surgery. HLHS. Did you actually write what that is? Uh, hypoplastic left heart syndrome. Oh, damn, dude. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's, that's, wow. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You okay so, there? Um, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. You know what it's in, though? It's, a, yeah, actually, correct. She also has a, you know, you'll find out later she has a restricted atrial Right. Septum. We don't know that yet, though. Yes. Yeah. Um, they, they find that out when they cut her open. So, uh, so we, as we open up, basically, they're all talking about and oh, watching. Oh, and, and in case we've forgotten, because uh, previously on Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> just so we know, because uh, it begins this way. This is true. Uh, you need to know that in the in the preceding uh, episode, uh, you know, Izzy and uh, and uh, Alex. Alex have been kind of close to developing a relationship, but then they had kind of a big fight. I can't remember what about. It's been a while. It's he wouldn't been, sleep with her. But he would. Yeah, he wouldn't sleep with her uh, because yeah. And he, I think he was trying to take things slow at that point, but like she treated him like crap. And but he ended up talking to Olivia, you know, Sif, Sif nurse, nurse as they call her, which is cruel. It's so cruel. Um, they suck. Everyone in the show sucks, and everyone in this episode sucks. That's a spoiler. Everyone sucks in this episode, except like a couple of the patients. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone, every doctor in this episode, yeah, and, and most nurses suck, except for Bailey. Yeah, I, I guess Olivia doesn't suck either. But no, um, she's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but. Um, Izzy walks in on them having sex in the uh, break room, whatever they call the it. The on-call room. on-call room. And, uh, you know, so so she's mad at she's Alex, mad. even though Alex and she were not dating yet. Right. Um, and in this episode, she's going to begin by taking out this anger on literally everyone else she knows. Yeah, specifically on George. Yeah, who, uh, yeah, because, like, basically, yeah, she picks on George rather relentlessly and then George walks away a little upset, and then no one else really backs Izzy up. And then she's mad at everyone else for her for not being really supportive of how bitchy she was to George. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. like it's really bizarre. Um, oh, I had an observation in the beginning of this episode. Yeah. Like I just I just want to say it. It's not really connected to the episode. Yeah. Is like because it's after the long gap of not seeing old episodes. Oh yeah. It's very weird that 
pretty much everyone who was still on the show in the last five years or so that's on the show now like is hyper competent to the point of ridiculousness <laughs> they're like everyone's the best surgeon in the world at their particular like thing you know and then it's weird that they're completely inept in there now oh yeah because like, they're like, still, like, interns they're still here interns. yeah it's just funny because like i i don't think the transformation was gradual i feel like they were inept 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 and then suddenly they were the best in their field mm-hmm. you know, like there's not i don't think there's an intermediate period where they're just pretty good doctors you know, but not the best in the in the hospital. Even no, there's not. It's it, it's like they're either real stupid, rock stupid fools, or they're winning imaginary awards I, named I, after the characters that I'd are like later to also appear in the episode. In the I'd, show. I'd also like to point out about um, Alex's bad day because this. I literally think you could have called the last episode Alex's no good, very bad day. Yeah, it was a very bad day because he accidentally gave the wrong medication oh, yeah, to, mention, yeah. to to Booger to Booger and Curtis caused Armstrong. Curtis, I think, I think is the just, yeah, and caused him to have uh, us like basically dehydrate his brain and there's a chance he'll wake up but it's a very slim chance and if he does he will have yeah but Booger's brain is essentially pumice right yeah it's basically disgusting um, so um, so you know um so anyway um and then so like we begin like before we like after i guess i guess it was the night before in the bar that that, that izzy was shitty to everyone and then like or, or no, it happens summer. when they're in the with the quints. With the quints, oh yeah, they're sitting. With they're the, all sitting, each one of them is talking about then, how their their quint is the best. Oh yeah, that begins with all of them yeah. saying, and then but then like we cut to the next day because 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 what's her name wakes up, um, Yang wakes up and is running out to get coffee. Oh yeah. So which I bring up so you can bring in the one section I do remember. <laughs> From this show, without like any research, is dun, da, da, dun, da, da, dun. Coffee bad coffee acting. acting. Although it's not bad coffee acting per se. True. We are going to rate the coffee acting in this show this is because true. Yes. everyone in the morning is in succession yeah. drinking coffee. Yes. We have three coffee acting candidates, and we will talk. We will talk about the three coffee actors in order. It begins with, and we'll set up the scene for. Um, we uh, like I don't remember the scene what what the context of the other two actors are but yeah. I will say Yang is trying to run out the door Burke has made her a big huge breakfast and you know like you know like ro- trying to be romantic and she won't eat it because she has to get there as fast as possible because the interns you know like are all have to get there early if they want to get the good stuff because of the rounds and uh, but he does say coffee and, he, and she she goes and grabs this nice coffee mug and she, and she dumps it into a travel mug and leaves with it and so therefore because she used a successful prop yes even though she's never bad at it no she's not bad at then, it then uh, Sandra O oh is in my opinion, doing superlative yeah. coffee acting. She's A plus, A plus work. Like we have to, after give her credit, she, she used a prop though. So, you know, like yeah. I, but again, there's no crime in using a prop. That's what props are for. Yes. That is why, that's why they should put liquid in the cups of, of Always actors. would wish so they would that do they, it for so, every you know, single thing. I, I don't understand why they're so cheap. They don't do that. It's, you could use water, water if it's a transparent, if it's not a transparent oh, cup. We all know this. Um, but so anyway, annoying. so the next one we have is Meredith Grey. Yeah, uh, who, you know, uh, played by uh, what's her hoozel? Ellen Pompeo. Thank you. I forgot her name. I blanked on it. I was okay. like, what? The, I know it's like kind of sounds like a city with a volcano. Now and she starts out okay. Meh. I I said meh. I, I said it was okay. meh. I said okay. But as it moves forward in the scene, yeah, it gets it's progressively worse. worse. Yeah. Till by the end, she's just, just like me. there was a there was a I think it was a TikTok that came out recently. It was like someone doing like you know every every actor in a movie with a cup of coffee and they're just like moving the cup around and juggling it and drinking from the bottom yeah. of it and like like by the end of it she was practically that video. It was yeah. real like clown it was, shoes. It was pretty clown end. shoes. And I will say this: Ellen Pompeo does not improve. <laughs> 
Uh, there are clips from very recent seasons of yeah. Grey's Anatomy where she's just as bad. She yeah. has never had the incentive to learn how to coffee act. No one has set her aside. She clearly does not listen to this show or she would feel deep shame. Oh, John. And improve her coffee acting. You're terrible. Well, I mean, she's got more money than God, probably. She's had, she's been on a, a network TV show for like 52 years. <laughs> you know, she's, she's fine. She's doing fine. Is all I'm saying. Third, I'm just saying it would be nicer to put like a modicum of effort into some form of acting. Coffee, I feel like, is the easiest one to learn. You know, take like, I don't know, two improv courses in object work, maybe three. Kate Walsh, uh, who yeah. plays Addison Montgomery Montgomery Shepard. It will later just be Addison Montgomery in yes. the show Private Practice, yes. which Allie is now watching. I am. We are not doing it on this podcast. No, we, we did are not. the pilot. I did the pilot. You did the alone pilot alone. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. I will never know. It, it, it's funny because as I walk into rooms, I recognize the characters from from seeing it alone <laughs> and drunk. I'm very mad that I know these characters as well as I do. So, um, so uh, she's almost always great with it. Yeah, she was solid. But this one, it was like. Pretty good. I don't yeah. think it was her best. I would give work. her. I would give her like a. I would give her a B plus. Oh, you know, right. like yeah, like, you were just a solid B. Uh, you're a little. You're a little harsher. I'm a little uh, harsh on on on, on Miss Miss. It's really weird because I'm I'm like I'm like cruel to Ellen Pompeo and then yeah. you're, and then you're, you're you're taking out Kate Walsh. Yeah, uh, I got to take her down a peg. All right, you 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 were you worried about her eyebrows threatened you a little too much this episode? Always. Was her jaw? Was her powerful jaw threatening you too I much? I got to tell you, I want to be able to rock her red hair. Yeah. I cannot rock that red hair and I want to so badly. It's weird that you can't because you've somehow got the skin of a redhead with the hair of a brunette. I mean, I, 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 I'm not going to lie. There will be a time when I go and do that. Yeah. I don't know when. You know You know the thing is, you don't know if you can rock it or not because you're afraid. Exactly. You're afraid. You are correct, sir. <laughs> Everybody write in and tell Allie she's a coward. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her she has the coward's hair. I have the coward's hair. You have the coward's hair. It's true. See, I've dyed my hair multiple colors. Yes, you have. All you've done is highlights. Come on. No, actually, I manic panicked my hair basically a bright, uh, what was it, fire engine red? When well, I that's played. not the same. Yeah. Well, I had to do it for a show. But... Who did you play? Play um, Annie? No. <laughs> yeah, fire engine red for Annie? No, uh, I was playing, um, gosh, what was her name from um, Miss Firecracker Contest? Uh, Benedict. Huh? Uh, Rosalind? No. Beatrice? No, Miss Firecracker Miss Contest. Miss Firecracker Contest? I don't know what that is. I'm just going to name random girls. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> Polystyrene of X-ray specs. Oh, goodness. Uh, oh, my gosh. Okay. Pauline Black of The Selector. Apparently, I'm only naming punk women of so, the late 70s. Uh, <laughs> My random girls. George's is patient <laughs> is a, a man named Carl who has skin melanomas. He's a hiker. He's outdoorsy. Oh, yeah. Hey, before we get to that, though, mm-hmm. let, let, when everyone shows up, Izzy is once again real shitty to people. Yes. Uh, they, I will admit uh, Yang is like wakes her up by kicking her. Yeah, because like Because they, they were like, we got to wake her up before Bailey gets her. Well, Alex says, you got to wake her up before Bailey gets her, but she's not going to talk to Alex, so he's not going to do it. She's uh, Oh, she was on call. That's the important part. So as everybody else went home... It was her night to be on call, so yeah, she, was she was up a, with the babies. Yeah, and she was asleep and, she, and yeah. exhausted, and they came in. And um, I will say this. Um, there was this whole thing, like like Yang said, you know, I, I like I like you better pissed off because uh, she was, like, being crappy to Yang. And this is where I talk about one of the problems I have with this show, especially in the early years. I think it gets a little better at it later. Yeah. But in the early years especially, and especially with the original lineup, yeah. a lot of times they tell, don't show with the characters. Yeah. And like I, I like I think show don't tell is sometimes an overrated thing in prose. But when you're talking performance wise, when you're talking character, you should show by their actions what kind of character they are. Yeah. Because Izzy is characterized 
by the dialogue as a sweet, nice person. But she's actually performed, and her action, her actions are ambivalent, and she's performed crankily for the most part. And this is partially due to the limitations of certain actors who are in, in the role. Yes. Um, but like it, it kind of bothers me, because they, they don't show Izzy being as sweet all the time as her character is depicted in the dialogue. Yeah. Like she's like she's like treated like she's this sweet innocent Rose Nyland character. Yes, but she's actually not. Yeah, no, ever. Right. And like, and sometimes, like, and the funny thing is, she'll defend herself by saying, "I'm not really like that," you know. And it's like, why does anyone believe you're like that? Right. You don't act like that. You are very irritable a lot of the time, and in this episode in particular, Izzy is hyper irritated. Now later at the end of the episode, she gives a little bit of a justification, but I think it's kind of a bullshit justification. Yeah. You know, because like the way she's like, this is a, I don't like the writing on this episode. I'm gonna say that right now. I do not. I mean, you know, I don't. I'm not a huge Grey's Anatomy fan to begin with. I'm usually fairly negative, but usually I can try to find positive things to say. And when I think when an episode really makes a step forward, I'll say it. I feel like this episode is a wheel spinner as far as character development. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it is really, oh, my virus definitions got updated. Sorry. That's so nice. Um, I, uh, but um, it, it like, like, like again, it tells what the characters are thinking instead of showing it by their actions. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like that in general. But anyway, moving forward, yes, yes. George is patient. He has, I, I, I thought he had frostbite. Right, when, no. Like, he, I wrote frostbite in my notes yeah. the first time around. It's actually but, skin melanoma. Yeah, skin melanoma. He's a hiker and he, an outdoorsman. He's man. outdoors, and so his finger has melanoma, and his nose and his ear. Those Which is funny, things. because those are also the areas that... For frostbite. For frostbite, but that makes sense, though, because they're the parts of the body that are most exposed, exposed. and out. Well, fingers mm-hmm. aren't as much, but, you know. So the, the but, treatment um, and the actor. Oh, well, let, let's do oh. the actor first. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Because the actor is someone you may recognize if you are of an age age where you were old enough to remember just before 9-11 um, when uh, the people from South Park who are certainly not Republican in any way and are definitely just uh, equal opportunity offenders when Bush was elected decided to make a sitcom about how fun and lovable he was called That's Our Bush. Oh yeah. This is the guy who played George Bush <gasps> on That's Our Bush. That's right. It was. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell he's got like, and like he's, and he played him like this affable dullard. Yeah. And now this character's not stupid, but no, he's affable. But he's very and, affable. Yeah, he's very yeah. folksy in yeah. like the way that like, you know, a, like in the way that George W. Bush presented himself. George right. W. Bush is a war criminal. Um, I'm just saying that right now. If there's anyone, I, I don't mind alienating our listeners about this. George W. Bush is a war criminal. Anyway, um, <laughs> moving on. Allie's giving me the look like, why did you say no, that? No, I'm not. I he's don't, disagree. I don't um, disagree with you at all. And uh, yeah. Um, but anyway, like he's um, so he. Oh, and also he was he was also um, he did a couple other things. He oh, was yeah. in uh, the Last Picture Show. Um, oh. He was in uh, Johnny Got His Gun, the movie adaptation oh, yeah. of that, which people my age and of my particular cultural background mostly know from the Metallica video for one. Mm. So he was the guy who lost his uh, you know his arms and his legs and was in the like you know like was like in like the coma. Like the thing he couldn't talk and like he was like and was blind and deaf, you know, like in the, you know, that, uh, you know, from the Johnny Got His Gun, by the way, is an excellent novel by Dalton Trumbo, um, uh, which, wait, is it Dalton Trumbo? It's one of the, what's well, one of the blacklisted Hollywood people. I think it's Dalton Trumbo, but it's, it's one of the blacklist people. Um, but it's an excellent anti-war novel. So but, um, the treatment anyway. for him in this particular case is actually leeches. Yep. So they, they attach the leeches to the body part and that is supposed to bring the blood flow back in. And so that's what they have to do with this. So when they first tell him, they're like, if this makes you uncomfortable, he's like, no, 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 I'm an outdoors guy. Totally fine with me. I think I just find it very curious. And so, and George and Olivia are both, uh, are working on this. Yeah. Olivia, um, throughout the episode, uh, you know, like essentially has 
she's very squeamish about leeches. She actually says, I get a little squeamish around leeches. And O'Malley comes in with the freaking burn. Oh my God, George sucks. That's that a says, shitty thing. That's not what I heard. Yeah. It's, Obviously it's, alluding to her and Alex. Yeah, it's real shitty. It is uh, really yeah, shitty. Like, yeah, George, like I said, everyone in this episode is kind of shitty. Yeah, it's not You nice. know what's sad? I think... I think Bailey is one of the least shitty yes. in this episode. And this is during the era when Bailey was supposed to be shitty. Yeah, she was, This yes. is when she was called the, the Nazi. The Nazi, right. Boy, that really didn't that hold up. That did not That did not hold up, hold up huh? Um, so, yeah. Um, and then we, uh, all right, we already have Alex. Already, we yep. already have Alex's base. Alex Yang's, basically killed Booger. Yang's, Yang's is, uh, uh, patient is... Ferguson is, I think, her last name. Yeah, she's uh, uh, played by Rosanna Arquette. She is and, supposedly 40 years old, which I don't know. Um, oh, not, you know, Rosanna Arquette was only like 47 or so yeah. in this episode, but like, but Rosanna Arquette is also very aged. Yeah. Actually, I will say this later on, we find out she used to do meth and I can say yeah, that, like, that I, I can buy yeah, that. Yeah, I can buy know? that too. Uh, she's a uh, crazy suicide attempt and she's coming up from prison. So she's been in solitary. But, it's, but the thing is, it's not really a real suicide right. attempt. This is the thing. She's a, she's a murderer and she gets into, she gets sent to solitary a lot and she basically, and the, the episode never really addresses how addresses how she consistently gets her hands on these things like because she keeps she swallows things usually razors but the thing is when she does it she also tapes them up because the whole thing is it's so she can get a night out yeah she just doesn't want to be in solitary and she kind of wants to be around people which she tells us later yeah we learn yeah yeah we learn later like her motive motivation her motivation that's the word i was Uh really trying to say but i i I modified it to a different word um, oh, um, before we, uh, yeah, I don't have a whole lot of notes here about what happened, uh-huh. but the next thing I have after O'Malley, uh, with the dick line about leeches yeah. is, is, uh, is a class, is Derek saying the world's most, um, oh yeah, suggestible. Yeah. Oh my Lord. Yeah. Oh, apparently you wanted to talk before that you have something in the notes, but we'll go back to that. Um, yeah. but, um, but, um. Like an out of context line that I mean, I'm surprised I haven't seen a GIF of or, or like a, a clip of this video. This should this should definitely be something that would be more commonly if found. Any of you out there are like meme makers or I'm GIF not gonna makers. do it. Yeah. I'm not gonna do it. I'm lazy. But please tag us at hashtag. What is hashtag. That? I mean, you could use a hashtag, but it's at. Well, no, but on Facebook, it's a hashtag. Oh, I, don't know. I guess you could. I guess you could tag our. I mean, our, I would use Twitter because Facebook's a moribund thing for elderly people. Uh huh. Um, but um, and Twitter's for just middle aged. Yeah. Okay. Now. So then just ta- uh, just tag us at what is it? Just Snapchat us at. Is it no, HGN? No, it's it's at Hard Grace Night. Oh, it's at Hard Grace Night. Okay. Uh, on Twitter, but um, I, but the line is, and if you can, if I could get a GIF of it or even a short video clip of yeah, it, um, in a loop, don't peg me. I'm not peggable. Oh, really, Derek? That's the line. <laughs> that's the or line. more specifically, oh, really, writer of this. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, um, so the things that I wrote before is Olivia is having a very shitty day because she gets on the elevator and unfortunately the person who's on the elevator, this is after she just had this little bit of uh, you know nastiness with George, she gets, she gets on the elevator and she and Izzy are there and she launches into this really funny little monologue about apologizing and I didn't know that you two were together and it's like the ding it's like the elevator keeps the elevator dinging getting more and more and stress and, yeah, and tense like, and I will say the, this is one of the perfect times that's suited for Heigl's acting chops yes. and that she just has to sit and look incredibly frustrated yeah. which is like I think her resting face yeah because uh, it like she like it's very it's very face. funny looking yeah she yeah. has rested frustrated face <laughs> rested frustrated face um, you know um, but <laughs> RFF uh, yeah but um, yeah it 
but ultimately, like, it's yeah, it's incredibly frustrating. And, and Olivia, like, rattles off this, like, monologue and then, you know, it's, <laughs> leaves yeah. the and elevator. And like, bye. And, uh, um, so what happened here right after that is that uh, John actually, we, pa- we paused the movie, or the movie, we paused the episode, and, yeah. he, and he made a comment. He said, everybody in this episode is so shitty. And yeah, they're he, all shitty It's like they're shitty the to each other or they're shitty. Like, and we they're just shitty really, to each other. They're we, shitty to everyone else. We just started and... having this conversation, and I, and I, I blurted it out. They're children, and he yeah. and I'm like, well, with. I, I, well, I, well, first of all, we had this whole discussion about how old they are. Right. And like what? the average age of a first year resident is 26. Right. Now this is season two, but Ali correct, correctly corrected me in that yes. they have not moved past their first no, year yet. Season year. two yes. is still part of the first year. Yes. Um, so they, they they are theoretically 26, maybe 27 on the outside. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, and Ali's telling me they're children, and I'm like, no, no, they can rent cars. They are not children. Yes, people in their 20s, I will admit, I'm in my 40s. I see people in my children, I'm like, yes, they're very young. And sometimes people in their early 20s, I look at and I'm like, you are still essentially a child emotionally. But by by mid-20s, most people should have their shit together enough to not be as absolutely childish yeah. like this fucking high school shit it's true they, 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 they and it's they, all of them if it, like, one of them was like that I'd be like okay you're kind of immature right but it's like this whole click of like it's like Dawson's Creek ass nonsense on a show about people who have postgraduate degrees yeah I hear you I, I, and I think it's true because they would be all tried as adult, adults. They would not be tr- oh tried as Oh my God, uh, they should be tried as adults. <laughs> okay, so after that, um, we find out that the, the mom of the Quints, um, she's not doing well. She's she's very depressed. And we forgot about this piece, but we were reminded that she also has triplet boys at home. Yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. So she's just got her hands full. She's got five, well, basically four babies who are you know, in dire situation, the fifth one is supposed to be fine. Um, and, uh, and three boys who are at home who are just, you know, holy terrors. And she feels all this guilt about not having, um, basically, you know, terminated a couple of the, the, the fetuses early on, which would have given them a fighting chance. Yeah. That was the whole thing. She wanted to keep them all. She wanted to keep them all. And they wanted, they wanted her to at least size down to three. And she was like, absolutely not. How are you going to make a choice like that? You know, you can't, how do you pick which one? So it. And this is why you should never think of your fetus as a real thing. Oh, God. <laughs> no. I'm just, so, uh, oh, so the leech dude, we're now back in the yeah, leech Yeah, dude. the leech dude's leeches are getting full and popping off. And, and uh, uh, George is about to throw one of them in a biohazard bucket. Yeah. And he says, no, no, what are you doing? Like, you can't do that. I want to keep her. I want to keep her. You and know? he named she her Isabel. Out. Yeah, and he had another one named uh, O'Malley, and I can't remember what the third one was called. Yeah, I can't but, remember uh, the third one. But he named the one O'Malley on his nose because that's the one that like that George stuck on him. Yeah, and he because got because Olivia kept screwing it up. Yep. Um, but yeah, he says he wants to keep him, uh, which freaks George out. Yeah. Um, and then um, then Izzy and, and Izzy, Izzy, Izzy and Meredith have a fight. But because because because, uh, Meredith. because Meredith and and Alex are sitting together, and this is a this is an aspect I they they I will say this. The show seeds, this is the seeds that grow into one of the better relationships on the show, yeah. like as a, like mature adult relationships on the show, which yeah. is, you know, like, which is about to go away since Justin Chambers is leaving the show. Right. But the Meredith-Alex friendship where, like, it never turns into romance ever once. They are adult friends who, you know, like, genuinely love they each fully other. Fully trust each other 100%. But as friends yeah. only, yeah. which... Is one of those things where it's like I kept every year. I'm like, oh god, they're gonna do this. They're gonna because they kept they they always keep leaning in. They always keep teasing it. I think right. they. I feel like the show has like has spent forever thinking. Well, what if it could? Maybe we should keep that door open. Yeah. But because they never get past the teasing it, like through like 
external things like both of them keep getting single at the same time right. kind of stuff and end up end up complaining about their lives together a lot. They never actually ever once hook up and they are but so Ale- like and again like and and Meredith approaches him and and you know and he's like like you you hate me now because you you know your friends hate me because I hurt your friend and everything like that. And she's like I don't hate you. You know, and like, and like they have a whole thing. She's and they, Meredith says, like, you know, if my mom hadn't gotten Alzheimer's, I'd probably be you because apparently, like, before her mom got sick, Meredith was a lot, much more of a hard partier and a lot like more of a drunk. Which actually, it's something I forgot. That's a, it's a really important piece because we do walk in day one of seeing her at a bar the day before she's starting her her thing, and yeah. she picks up a guy and she's drinking tequila. And then every time that she has a bad day, she's in a bar drinking tequila. Yeah, Meredith, Meredith definitely like goes for booze. Yeah, that's and her she thing. never does. No, it's true. You know, like it's never presented weirdly enough in a show that addresses a lot of issues. There's not a lot of alcoholism. Uh, the chief. No, outside of the chief. Oh, the I chief think, is the yeah. token alcoholic, despite the fact that almost everyone in that show goes to across the street to a bar almost every, every night. night. Yeah. Like there's a lot of like and and they get really drunk yeah. sometimes. Yeah, they do. You know, so like it's weird that that show only has one I mean, two, I guess, if you, but, but uh, later on, but later even, on, but, but even she's more of a drug addict than an alcoholic. Mm. She just doesn't drink either because that's a gateway for her. Right, right. You know, um, but, um, but yeah, so, but Izzy walks in on them sitting together and talking and freaks out. And of course she assumes like, because Izzy's insane that Meredith is sleeping with Alex too. It's ridiculous. And, and, you know, like, and like. Meredith basically tries to like explain things and Izzy has nothing of it. And at one point, um, you know, like he's like, why would you think I slept with Alex? And it's like, and she says something like you slept with everyone else, which, which is, we had to pause again. I was like, wait a minute. Like, and again, it's been a while, you know, been a while since I've seen these episodes in this part of the year. So I don't, re- I, I may be forgetting something, but I don't really, other than Mc, McDreamy, like she hasn't, like, other than Derek, she hasn't really slept with a lot of people in this show. Like, she never really sleeps with a lot of people in no, this she, show. No, she slept with the guy who had, um, oh God, what's the, what's the, pri, 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 the erection? Priapism? Priapism. I cannot remember. Okay, that's words. two people. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's two people, one of whom she had an extended relationship with. Right. I agree with you. I'm just like, saying like, that's the only other person like, I it's like, think It's of. like really kind of shitty of Izzy to be like that. Yeah, well... You yeah. know, like, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, and this is me who hates Meredith with a passion. Like, one of the things I, like, I, I can honestly say about Meredith is she's not slutty. No. She doesn't sleep around. Yeah. Like, that's not a Meredith trait. Meredith's horrible in a lot of ways. Meredith drives me fucking crazy. She makes very bad life decisions and she's very smug about some of them. But she doesn't really sleep around. No. That's not her deal. You know, which is like why I was like, man, you're freaking insult her. Insult her for being just a bad person. <laughs> Insult her for hubris, mm-hmm. you know. It's insult her for her weird ass monologues that suck, you know. Oh man, we'll go into that in a little Oof. bit. Um, um, but but don't 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 call her a slut. Don't slut shame agreed. her. Agreed. First of all, she does. She isn't. Second of all, there's nothing wrong with it anyway. That's right. It? That's right. Fist bump. Boom. Yeah. Um, so then we get back to Rosanna Arquette. And this is where she, like, because she's been reaching out to Yang, and Yang is, like, Yang is obviously freaked out because this is a murderer. Murderer. And she's, like, chained to the bed, and she's asking for ice cream and all this shit. She's she's being very demanding and cranky. And and I think we know by this point that she's swallowed four, right? Yes. She's actually swallowed four razor blades, not one. And these are, like, safety razor blades, you know, like the ones, you know, the the, the most generic looking, like the rectangular ones with the little notches. Yeah. You know, like that you like they use like on box cutters right. and shit. You know, so 
so she is like, you know, like this is, you know, like this is a big deal now. Yeah. Like one razor blade covered with tape is dangerous and they have to keep her under observation. And this they, is like they can wait for it to pass. But... Like this is like like she runs an incredibly high risk of perforating a bowel or yeah. some other part of her body. So they have to give her like oh, like they have to do abdominal surgery on her. Right. And we we know uh, abdominal surgery, exploratory we abdominal sure surgery do. is not fun. No, it's not. And you know, it can lead to lifetime things, yes, you know. It can. So, you know, you don't want to um you know, you don't like that's a big deal. But anyway, like Yang is like, you know, still standoffish and like, like she's like, come on, talk to me. I'm like, you know, I've been in solitary. I you know, like, I like at the very least, like, I like, I, you know, like have a conversation with me. Like that, yeah, like it's like she's obviously super needy for human contact, you know, because humans are social animals and solitary confinement is torture. It is torture. Um, it is, it is actually immoral. Uh, abolish prisons. Man, this is a, the, the internet's most left wing crazy <laughs> heavy podcast. Um, but, um, um, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to lean so, on you there. But so anyway, but she, she, like, she's like, please talk to me. Like, and, and so Yang so says, Yang, okay. Yeah. Yang like, says, why'd you kill him? Yeah. Or yeah. how many people did you kill? No, or, no. Or, she, no said, she knew she killed three she people. She knew she killed three people. So why'd you kill those people? And she's like, like oh. wow, I'm not even going to start with small talk. And she's, so she starts to leave and she's like, okay, fine. I'll tell you. I was high yeah. on meth. Yeah. And it was like basically her, her boyfriend. Her boy, she was high on meth, and her boyfriend basically, like, you know, kind of coerced her into participating in an armed robbery. Yeah, you know, where three people were killed. Yep. You know, like she's like she plays up this like I'm a crazy person, yeah. and you know, and everything, you know, like like but and stuff. But she's actually dreadfully lonely, and she fucked up, and now she's going to spend the rest of her life in jail. And the only reason she did it is because she didn't want him to leave her. Yeah, and like yeah, and that was the thing, like like the re, like she he coerced her by basically saying he's going to leave her, so. She's basically, her entire life has been, she's so afraid of being alone, and then she ends up in a situation so, uh, where she's in solitary confinement. So it's evil. Um, so, so anyway, but, and, and Yang is shitty to her then. Yeah, she is Like, she after is that, yeah, Yang is a, very shitty. Yang says something very shitty. I yeah. can't remember what she says. I just wrote, Yang is shitty. Yeah. Yang says something very shitty to her, yeah. and, like, you should have thought of that before, or yeah. something like that, or... And like you know, walks out on her and it's walks just, out on just, her, it's and it's hard. just like it's, it's like fuck you, yeah, Yang. yeah, it is. yeah. Like so, yeah. If you, so, if you're checking off boxes, and oh my god, is Meredith the least shitty person in this episode other than Olivia? Yeah. Oh my god, fuck this episode. This episode could eat. Weirdly my ass. enough, Alex in this episode is not shitty. Alex either. is not shitty either, and Alex is technically the shittiest. The, the shittiest but Alex has also just realized he's the man's not dead yet, but he's essentially killed a yeah. man already. Yeah. Because. Like basically, even if he, even if this guy pulls out, he's gonna be massively brain damaged right. and not be. He's gonna be a well, vegetable. And the or, thing that that you know, Meredith or, was gonna help him with is she, she sat down with him because he was he confided in her that he was you know he he killed this guy and he's really worried about him and she, he's like I'm looking you know and searching for an answer of like how I can maybe help him and she's like well here hand me a book I'll help you and that's, yeah, that's when, when Izzy yeah, walks yeah. in yeah so, and um, so yeah it was yeah. really and then and speaking of being dicks the next scene I have in the notes oh. and it is. A scene with uh, the chief and uh, and, and Addison. Addison, where they're talking about Izzy um, and how she's like she needs to get pushed to the next level because she's good and all that, and they don't really make it clear what. And because we are not in the process of doing like dramatic reveals no. slowly, I'm just going to say what they're doing is they're setting Izzy up for failure. Yes, because she needs to learn to be less attached. Yes. So they are going to put her. They have already gone into surgery. For uh, I forget that's the part I forgot. They went into surgery for the the baby with the baby, the, the baby with the heart shunt. Yeah, uh, um, the HLHS. That's Emily. Emily. Yeah, they've gone into surgery for that baby, and when they went in, the the aorta was way smaller than they thought it was. Yeah. And um, you know, and they have to close it up now. What they have not told Izzy is they knew from the moment they saw that this baby can't survive. Yes, yeah, baby's not going to make it. They do, there's no surgery that will work. They, right. They no one has the skill. 
Oh, and there was also a line about like, I promise you that Burke said, I promise you, you know, no matter what the book says, you'll never see a tinier heart than this. And then she looks at Alex and says, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, it's right. Like, it's it's like, you, really? Izzy. Come on, Come on. He had sex. <laughs> you mean, weren't dating him. Yeah. Well, she you know? thought they were. She was having an emotional relationship. Uh, yeah, with well, you know what? It was a parasocial relationship where she did not understand the boundaries and she did not she 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 did not have them set properly. <laughs> you know? They were on a break. No, I'm just kidding. That's a whole other show. Yes, uh, <laughs> probably a better show if, I, if it's the show I'm thinking of. Um, um, so so anyway, like so anyway, the chief and, and Montgomery are talking basically about like they're going to set her up where like they're going to put her on like the watching the baby another like she's she, was she on actually all, just came off of an on, all uh, on, on all beyond, night on, on call, call and then she's back on an all night thing to watch this baby um you know like and she, and 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 basically she's told by montgomery like this baby's on your hands you have to keep it alive yeah make sure she's alive when make i get sure, back tomorrow and, and like basically they know the odds of that baby surviving the night are almost non-existent yeah. so they're setting her up to fail and by the way before i forget it is so weird to see the chief with a full head of hair i know right Oh my God, James Pickens Jr. with a full head of hair through me. He doesn't have like the thick goatee. Right. He just had like a light, little light, thin goatee. Yeah, yeah. And like his hair is like like fuzzy on the top. I was like, what is this chief? Yeah, I know. This is it's not the chief so I know. different. I and know. he had the picture of Adele. You know, <laughs> like it was just so weird, you know. Um, so yeah, they set her up to fail. And then and then Derek is a dick to Alex. Yes. Derek's like, you killed him. You killed him. Yeah. Ah, you, you have to deal with it. You have to deal with it. You killed him. Yeah. You know, and, and like, yeah, I guess it's ultimately learned this is part of the tough love thing. Yeah. But it's just like everyone's an asshole in this yeah. episode. Um, and then, um, oh, and the one time, the one time, like, this is uh, the next thing I have in the notes is when Meredith is talking with with Izzy. Yes, and that's what I have too. And fu- the one fucking time, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to swear, but we're going to have him Why are you sorry? Because fuck, I don't know. I'm so, because <laughs> fuck. The one, the one time, the one time that someone on this show actually calls Meredith on her fucking bullshit, it's Izzy when she's being the biggest bitch she's yeah, ever been. Yeah, that's true. It's like, like we're, it's, it's someone who has no real moral standing. Nope. Because Izzy's upset because, like, Meredith had said an offhand thing about you're better, you're, you know, you're better off without him about right. Alex. You know, because, which is... Well, in the long run, ultimately true. <laughs> Although we got a long, we got a long few seasons. Actually, it's more that Alex is better, better off. off Alex her. is actually way, way better, better off, off without, without her. her. But like, they're better off without each other. This they're is not true. good for each other. Correct. Um, and Although, know. although I haven't watched tonight's episode, but I have this really weird thought because I keep asking, how are they going to explain? At this moment, all we know is that he's off. Uh, with his mom. Oh, you mean tonight's actual episode? Actual episode, of the real Anatomy. world of, oh, yeah. of Grey's Anatomy to this day. We all, all we know about him is they just mention that he's off visiting his mom, but we know, like real world, know yeah. that Justin Chambers has supposedly, shot his last episode. Yeah, supposedly like, his last episode is already aired, aired. which means anything like. So are they going to pull a mash thing where Colonel Blake's plane is veered off into the Because you know this show loves to kill off anyone who well, leaves the show Well, actually, what I thought... Other than Yang. Because, what I thought, and that's only because Shonda Rhimes considers Yang like her, her alter ego. Yeah. So but Yang what I was going to say was, I wonder if it's going to be one of those things where he runs into Izzy. And yeah. they're going to talk about, like, he runs off with her or something, which would be just weird. Oh, but. you know what? If, if they do that, well, I, I'd love to say I've ri- I'd write off this show forever, but I wrote off this show forever. It's <laughs> I'm watching its zombie corpse shamble its way through because there's a handful of actors I still like on yeah. it. Um, and because you. you forced me to watch it. Well, yeah. But, um, but yeah, no. Um, but, yeah, it's like, it's like but Izzy's, Izzy basically says to Meredith to go back. You know, it's like you said, you know, like you told me the guy that I care about, I'm better off without him. Right. Like, you, why aren't you supportive? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, all right, you know what? She's right. But also, f- 
fuck you. You've yeah. been a real raging bitch. Well, and then she actually says seven. this line to her, and this is where I actually wrote, this is John's dream. Just go away, Meredith. Yes, my God. Why won't you just go away? Why can't this be like, <laughs> I don't know, um, Lexi's anatomy, and then she comes back Aww. to life, and oh, Aww. Lexi Gray's Darling back. Lexi. Oh, I love her. Oh, when she shows up, man. Oh, my, my face will light up. Oh. I love her, so so uh, uh, Mer- <laughs> is, is she your hall pass? <laughs> Yeah, let's let's go ahead and make her my home best. What the heck? So Meredith comes she, up with this brilliant idea. She keeps trying to help the mom because one of her jobs is also watching. Oh, um, one before of her before that, uh, before we before she comes up with the idea, um, Ferguson, the murderer, uh, like starts spitting up blood, and we oh, realize yeah. she's swallowed. She's eaten a light bulb. Yeah. Like, and, and this is obviously because like, they've done the surgery and she's fine, and, and she's going to send her back. They're going to send know, her back, and, and she doesn't. And also, leave. like, yeah, I think she's horribly depressed. And, yes. and lonely. And, um, yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. Then Gray, Gray uh, you know. Has uh, been trying to uh, help the, the mom. She calls the husband and says, you know, can you bring your, your boys over so that, because I think she really needs the company. And he says they have the flu so that they can't come. And so she's just by herself with these sick babies. And she just feels so sad and so lonely and just depressed and, and all this stuff. She keeps trying to do all these things. And finally, um, what ends up happening is Charlotte, the one with the lung, um, she decompensates a little bit and it, it they don't know why and they don't know what happened because she was fine and she was stable and then she sort of takes a turn for the worse. Uh, can you explain for the readers, well, the readers, the listeners and for people like me who uh, forgot and might need more clarification what decompensation is? It means she goes downhill. Oh, okay. That's all. I, yeah. I, I thought that might be what you meant, but I, I didn't know if it was a specific medical term. Uh-uh. No, no. Uh, it, they actually end up having to... Um, uh, her lung collapses at one point and then she seems to be stable after that and then she starts having these major problems and as Addison says, you know, they some these babies sometimes they're fine and then all of a sudden they just take a step back and you don't know why. And so uh, Meredith is sitting there thinking, like, what's going on here? And she says, you know, the whole idea of nobody wants to be alone. And then she says, I have an idea. And she takes the mom and they go into the NICU and um, she unhooks Charlotte from her uh, incubator and puts her in with Kate, who's the one who's the is most Charlotte stable. Is Charlotte the healthy one? No, Kate's the healthy one. Oh, oh no, sorry. Yes, Kate. Is, I meant to say Kate. Yes, yeah. Kate's the healthy one. So yeah, she puts, the, she puts in, the healthy one in with, yeah, in with puts, the healthy one. Yeah. yeah, she puts Charlotte in with Kate. I assume she put the healthy one in with the unhealthy one because that would have been easier to move. Oh, probably was. Yeah, you're probably right. Whatever, <laughs> you know. whatever it was. Anyhow, regardless. This one's intubated. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So she puts her, in, she puts uh, Kate in with Charlotte and, um, it's like she turns around like that. Like it's the idea that they, you know, they basically were in the womb together. They were listening to each other. Right. There's, you know, a, and there's a lot of trauma going on in a NICU, you know. Yeah, like, a lot of activity and a lot of, a lot like, of like loud Like, like their noises. bodies are getting put into like areas. They're, they're cold. And, yeah. You know, they're, you know, like it's not what they were used to. Right. And so doing this, it's called co-bedding seems to help sometimes and immediately it seems like having done this really turns the yeah. turns it around for Charlotte which is a really cool idea and go Meredith I'm yeah. sorry but go Meredith right and then meanwhile Izzy's in there with her nurse and her nurse is her nurse is being kind of shitty oh yeah it's like you need to make a decision you need to make a decision and it's like we we, we, we could do this well that'll do that yeah like there's no right decision right. Izzy's freaking out as the out, night goes on it like, just gets worse and worse and worse for her yeah. Everybody and, else then, goes and home then Izzy and ends won't. up passed out like yeah. she, she literally falls asleep and she freaks out like where's the baby and like the nurse is there it's like she's gone yeah. you know like they took her away you know like what like I don't you know like she died 30 minutes ago yeah you know Dr. So Shepard told us not Dr. to Dr. Shepard told us not to wake, wake you, you you know Ugh. and then and then around and so basically and ultimately you like, can finish that off yeah ultimately you know like 
Shepard basically tells her, you, you know, you need to, you're, you're a good surgeon, but you, you can't be so attached. You've got to, you've got to get some distance because, you know, this is Because he starts to... yelling at her, like, you lied to me, you, yeah, you knew and, she yeah. wasn't going to survive, and mm-hmm. you did this to me, you told me to keep her alive, and it's my fault she's dead. She's, she's, she's like, like, it's, it's not, not your, your fault. fault, you know. And, and that's, the, and like, you need to learn to, like, understand that, like, you, people will die on your watch. Yeah, you're distance will make look. you a better doctor. Yeah, like, you, ha- you have to be able to accept that, like, people will die, and sometimes you will not make the best decisions, and you have to live, like, with that. With those decisions, And right. then, ultimately, Derek and, and Alex have the same kind yeah, of confrontation. Yeah, Derek where comes in and Derek tells them about his... the name of his first person. James, he, James Hansen? James Hansen, I believe is his name, James which I'm sure is, like, a friend of the writer of or something. Of um, But anyway, yeah, like, but so... Um, and it was in his second year of residency. It was in so, his second year, yeah. which was a good way of him name-dropping, hey, man, it took me a full year before I killed somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I, th- I feel like I that's was better the, than you, I feel Alex. like that's the subtext. This is, this is an episode full of dickheads yeah, being dickheads seriously. to each other. Um, so, um, and then Meredith, uh, Meredith's monologue kind of picks up for a while. And we, we go back into the Meredith monologue. And she starts going some nonsense about John Donne's um, poem, you know, No Man is an Island. And it's yeah. like, it's, it's such fucking undergrad writing. This Like, it's so heavy-handed. I, I, I don't like, a, like, narration monologues for in general I'm not a fan of but they bring out some of the worst writing in Grey's Anatomy and this like this is the kind of shit that if I wrote that in a fucking playwriting class in 1996 as an undergrad I would have been like laughed out of the class this is nonsense bad writing it sucks so you is, know but, it, but the whole idea is no man is an island you need to have other people you can't you you gotta you know people need other people around hence owner of a lonely heart being yeah. the title not only is there someone with a failed heart but there's it's all about loneliness everyone is lonely like you know that blah that's the through line of the show and, and I will say this at least the song was actually t- title was actually connected to the episode right. thematically yeah. for once um, other than just being a random connection and then so to so ease her so loneliness, to her lo- to, so what Yang does. We're, I'm jumping to Yang, and then we'll come back. To oh, we'll do, yeah, yeah. So Yang actually goes into. Um, oh yeah, I forgot that. To I forgot Rosanna that Arquette's yeah. uh, room, and she's like, "You don't try to talk. You basically, you know, you, we had to put a, put a tube down you and everything, and your windpipe needed to be resected. We're fine. You're fine, though. You're going to be fine, but we do have to keep you in the hospital for a while, like ten days. Like ten is days. What she starts and to then say. as she turns around and sees the cop standing there, she says, "Actually, just to be safe, we're going to keep you here for two weeks." And so she does, she like, you, know, you see, that's gives the a little, little like small smile, smile you know, because so, you know, basically she gets two weeks out of jail. Yeah. And, you know, she's going to be chained to a bed, by the way. Right. Uh, but, but it, like, but she'll have people around, like yeah. she's not going to be in solitary. Solitary, right. You know, the entire time. So like Yang does this and then Yang shows back up to Burke's who basically is kind of ignoring her when she's when she's there, but then she reaches out to him and takes a I mean, piece of her toast. Blame, do you? No, not at all. Oh, and oh, I forgot to mention that she ran off without dinner and then she was complaining about yeah. the hospital not having food like the beginning. Breakfast. Breakfast. Where it ran up, you know, and like you know, it's like you should eat breakfast, you know. Yeah. Like it's like like he like, made her this beautiful. He breakfast. made her this beautiful breakfast. She she didn't eat and then she's eating chips and complaining about how much it sucks and it's like fuck you, yeah, gang. it was. Fuck, there was yeah. fuck everyone in this show yeah. to this, this it was episode. Pretty like, bad. Fuck everyone except Alex and uh, and Sif Nurse. Yeah. They are like, and then like the victims, yeah. you know, like the, the the patients are fine, but like you know, like but every, everyone else can just eat eat glass, like like the like Ferguson. Um, so um, um, and then Izzy to solve her problem, yes, she Izzy shows up 
with no is he is he sitting in the in the locker room oh area? And meredith takes and meredith her. yeah meredith says i i know how to fix this or i know something that can help and she takes izzy's hand and they leave and this is all like sort of montage done it's like done with her her monologues going at this point yeah the that's probably monologue. where the monologue comes and in. um you see them walking somewhere you don't know what's going on and then all of a sudden you see like what looks like kennel cages and she goes that's the one and she goes, oh, yeah. And Izzy goes, oh, yes. And they, and of course, they've now adopted a dog. Yes, Doc. Is Doc, the name which is dog. a great name. And don't worry, fans of Grey's Anatomy, like every like every cast member that eventually leaves the show, something horrible will happen to Doc. <laughs> oh, God, you're so mean. This show is mean. Yeah. This show is heartless to any, like, you know. I mean, it's not the last appearance of Doc. Doc gets a gets Ooh, a. He's uh, around a, for a while. Well, yeah, no. But I'm just saying, like, even when, even when the bad thing happens to Doc, Doc gets one more appearance. Yeah, but Doc is all, yes, he does. Yeah. But Doc, Doc is also um, he's around for a while. He's and, around for a while. He, he, gets, he gets he has lives a fairly long life. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, it's like it's not like like I had forgotten Doc was like a. I had to look this up and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Because the first thing I'm like, wait a minute, does this dog just get forgotten? Because no. I couldn't remember the dog showing up. I'm like, but no, I just had forgotten the dog. Yes. And then we, you know, we we get the end of the episode, and that's they, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the episode's over. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, see you next year. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I guess at the end, I guess do we do, do we talk about like how we think overall about the episode at the end? Is yeah, that sure? That we, we could do, do that. Why not? I don't remember what we do. Uh, we don't really have a real good finale. We can. Uh, let's we, do I, it. You know, I was going to listen to like some episodes to remember remind us of our format yeah. before we did this, and then I said, "Nah." Well, what's funny is I even had said to you maybe I don't know maybe a year ago, hey, you know maybe we should like come up with a more formal format for this yeah, because maybe that. it would up you know or segments or something or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I we have. Bad coffee acting, so that's one piece. Yeah, but I, I yeah, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. too much effort for you. No, so it's max of effort. And I've already, it's enough effort. The, the biggest thing much. that we do is we basically tell people how they can get in touch with us and. How yeah, they but I but I mean, us. but I, I wanted to say overall, yeah. like on on a scale of fuck you, Meredith, to fuck this show. Mm-hmm. This is kind of more on fuck this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck you, Meredith's a good episode, I guess, <laughs> in the scale. But no, like yeah, this was I really didn't like this episode. Yeah, it's not a great episode. It really and it's it kind of sucks because there. Like the guy, the leech guy. Oh, forgot. Oh, forgot one thing about leech guy. Oh yeah. So leech guy, uh, he's being released. You know, he's doing much better. He's got all of his leeches in in little jar, little specimen jars that George has done. He's like, "There's your pets." You, you know, I can't believe your wife would lose. But he's like, "Well, like one." He's like, "They're not." Uh, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna release, release them. These, release them in the wild. Actually, I'm, I, there's a lake I go to that I really like, and I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put them there. You know, they, 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 they did, they did a service for me. I'm gonna let them have live a nice free life. Right. You know, and he's like, like, and then he said something about his wife, you know, and everything. Because this guy has been giving, by the way, relationship. Right, George, to George about There's a whole Olivia thing back and forth, and which like, we totally forgot to talk about. Yeah, it's not like, really it's that. It's not that important, but essentially it's basically, you know, like. Get back together with your girlfriend. Then he's like, she's not my girlfriend. And then, and then, like, and then, and then Olivia, like, talks about how, like, Olivia's like, everyone, like, knows, knows you're in love with Meredith. Meredith Grey, yeah. Which I don't think George realized how obvious he was yeah. being. And he's like, oh, what? no, yeah. no, you know. And that guy's like, listen, you know, like, and basically, like, it ends up being this whole thing about, you know, like. You know, like where he's explaining that, you know, like sometimes you just got to like accept that like people don't love you. Like and ultimately he's like, like he's talking about like your wife and he's like, well, I'm not married. You know, yeah. he's like, well, you, have, you still have your, George says you still have your wedding ring. He's like, oh, yeah, but I'm divorced. You yeah. know, like it's just I just I, I, I do. I leave it on, you know, whatever. He's like, it's like, you know, like you can love someone and like and still be lonely. I, like basically it's like it's like. Being with someone who doesn't love you is it can be as lo- be much is far more lonely than being alone. Yep, you know is what he tells George. You know because because as we know, 
George is never going to really be able to end up with Meredith. Yeah. That is never, like, George is not Meredith's love story. He never will be, you know, and thank God the show kind of moves him past it soon. Yes. We've only got, we've only got a few more episodes before we, before, have we before, big... before everything comes to a head yeah. and George becomes, frankly, a better character for it. Um, like not being for not being the you know, a little puppy dog and like chasing after her. her yeah but um so that that little thing I totally forgot about that but yeah. ultimately yeah like but ultimately what I was gonna say to go back is that actor really I feel bad because he did a really pretty good job in a, in, a, in a subpar episode Rosanna Arquette did a nice job yeah Rosanna Arquette did a fine job it, yeah. it was all right yeah it's fine I, I, I felt like it, she was a little broad at times well, but you know. but that is Rosanna Arquette yeah that's what I'm saying yeah that's what I'm saying I mean the Arquette family is interesting um. <laughs> I'll just say that. Um, oh, in general, the Arquette family is interesting. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's how I'll put it. It's true. Um, uh, yeah, I, it wasn't my favorite episode either. I actually wasn't happy with... I was really intrigued with the whole tough Oh, and Bailey's, Bailey's soft in the... In the at, at one point, oh, Bailey's yeah. in, the, in the NICU being nice to the babies, and Meredith catches her being kind of like... And she's like, I'm not nice. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think pregnancy's changed me. Yeah, you yeah. You know, whatever. It's, you know. it's kind but of adorable. Like, but yeah, so we, there, there's a little bit... And that, yeah. But but my my what I was gonna say was I was all very intrigued by this idea that they were actually gonna be pushing Izzy to like this breaking point and I, I was I was very interested in where this was gonna go and basically all that happens is that Izzy storms off and says you know it's gonna make me a better doctor and then she leaves. it's just poorly written yeah and, I, and it I, just, I there's no resolution and in I it, don't and it think it's resolved I don't think it's resolved I mean, may, we may be wrong yeah I don't you know remember. next year when we do we'll our, our episode, next episode uh, right. you know maybe we'll, we'll like we'll try to remember if we were right or wrong yeah yeah um but um it, it is like it, it is like a uh you know like yeah it is a, it's very it's yeah it, it, like she didn't really get taken to enough of a breaking point I yeah think, I is, agree and and the fact that like they didn't put the stress on her externally enough for her shittiness yeah like to everyone else like there's like there's a lot of unearned attempts at sympathy from her yeah in this episode and like i don't think she was pushed to enough of a breaking point i think that that kind of arc needs like three or four episodes which i don't like it, it really it was just not it felt shoehorned in yeah it's just like this was just i want to see if this guy's written <laughs> like other episodes of Grey's Anatomy, okay. Like like the guy who wrote this, yeah. Um, he's like a regular writer on the show, or you know, like, oh god, yeah, he wrote on the show from 2005 to 2012. Yikes! He's a producer. Well, there he you also go. he also is a producer on uh, on Private Practice. It's funny. I was gonna say his name sounded familiar. Oh, but he's only written. Well, yeah, this is his first Grey's Anatomy episode, though. See, that's what it is. Yeah, I don't think he's got the characters down. I don't recognize. I mean, I recognize some of the songs. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Look at the wiki. He's written about like 10, okay. 10 or 12 episodes overall from season two to season But eight. I think we can agree that this was not the best situation. No, no it was not very good. Yeah. No. Um, Hopefully next episode will be better next year. Yeah, yeah, let's hope. <laughs> let's hope. Um, um, by this, by the, at this rate, by the year 2040, we'll be through season two. Yes. No, we'll be done with season two before then. We'll be signed um, with season three in 2040. So... If it, we really appreciate you, those five of you that have stuck with us. We think it's hysterical. Yeah. Um, to the, and to those of you who forgot to unsubscribe from us and yeah. are now shocked when you yeah. get a podcast episode. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! We're back! We're back! We're, and we may actually be... Allie's trying to make this happen more regularly. Yes, I'm I am. trying to keep this from happening more regularly. We'll see who wins. We'll see who wins. You know, uh, and um, I will not have this podcast be at the expense of our other better podcasts. You can find us at uh, Hard Grey's Night uh, on Facebook and at, at Hard Grey's Night. Night on Twitter. You can... 
Can they send us an email? Yeah, I think it's I think it's hardgrazenight at gmail.com. Gmail. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, you can look up uh, hardgrazenight.com, but that's going to jump to some... It's going to be redirected like to john-walter-squarespace. Because, yeah. like, I never fixed the domain right. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of weird. But, yeah, um, you can subscribe to us on iTunes uh, or Apple Podcasts. Yeah, it's Apple Podcasts. I know, right? Uh, rate and review is there, I guess. Uh, at some point, Allie's going to have to figure out how to put us on the other things because I've refused to... Let, like, I, I, I'll edit these podcasts and by edit I mean hit normalize on audacity <laughs> um, and and occasionally add a dumb song <laughs> you know or sound clip in um, but but yeah um, yeah we're around that's we're it. around that's and hopefully it. we'll be back a little bit more regularly that's the hope yeah. right yeah I, yeah I guess yeah yeah you may hear um, our child in the background often um, because we record these either during his nap or after the kids have gone to bed. Oh, and I think since the la- definitely um <gasps> oh, oh yeah we need oh, we need to address the elephant we in the room need to before we go. address the um, in the our room. our co-host uh, Sparky has passed away uh, last May I believe we uh, after he was probably about eighteen years old uh, we don't know we had him for about thirteen almost fourteen yeah. years but he was very old and I the funny thing is if you look at our cover which has the hard grace night uh, thing on it. I was joking about when when these original cast members, most of whom are gone now, if we ever get there, we're going to have to put big red X's, you know, where they are to show that they're no longer cast members. But I can't bring myself no, to do that. No, you can't him. do it. So, yeah. Um, no no, no more growls yeah. from Sparky in the background. Sorry about that. Yeah. Oh, man. What a sad note to end this on. Oh, my God. Well, how, how perfectly maudlin. Now we now we just we, we need a we need a minor key acoustic girl sung cover of an 80s pop song to be playing right now. Pick, pick, a, pick a pop song. Um, uh, I don't know. Um, girls just want to have fun. They, no, no, no. <laughs> they oh, won't have fun. Girls. No, 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 no. No, I'm sorry. Not, not, not that. Um, Let's do Goonies. Let's do Goonies are good enough. <laughs> good enough. What? what? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> good timing good timing uh um, anyway this is uh we oh my gosh um okay <laughs> i'm gonna have to pay right up. <laughs> oh you're so unusual um <laughs> this oh. is a hard gray's night Sign. You just woke our kid up. You just woke him up. Okay, this is a hard gray's night signing off. Oh my god, I've been waiting to say this for a year. Kiss off.